0: Good morning, Christ Chapel. Let's stand. Stand, guys. You want to stand with us? Let's sing our first song. Our kiddos are with us. This is exciting. Good morning. Let's worship the Lord. I
1: was
2: buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that
1: kind
2: of way?
1: It was my tomb, yeah. Till I met you, I was
2: breathing but not alive.
1: All my failures, I tried to hide. It was. You call my name
3: standing for a bit, if you will. We're going to go into a time of baptism, but this is our story, isn't it? Man, that I was in darkness, lost unto myself, and he spoke that word and created resurrection life and power in me. Amen? Amen. And today we get to celebrate that in the lives of two people this morning. I'm so excited. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians 15 right before we get started, if you don't mind. Anybody like the word? Man, this is what Paul's telling to the church of Corinth, right? He says, now I would remind you, brothers. So I'm going to remind you, brothers, sisters, of the gospel, which he says, I preach to you, but which we preach here, the gospel that you've heard, right, in which you stand and by which you are being saved. How many of you praise God that he ain't stopped? Amen. Amen. Woo, thank you, Jesus. I'm glad that it wasn't a one and done. I mean, salvation was one and done, but he has been working in me this whole time and he keeps pursuing me he keeps chasing me with his love he keeps coming after me with his word man and here it says by which you are being saved if you hold fast to the word i preached to you unless you believed in vain for i delivered to you as of first importance which i often also received that christ died for our sins in accordance with scripture that he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with scripture. And then after he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with scripture. The beauty is, is from Genesis to Revelations, there's a revelation the whole way through the Bible. And that revelation is that God has a plan. He had a plan for you. He saw you before you were born. He saw you before the earth made its existence and he marked you and he looked at you and he said, "You're mine." And he spoke and he called you home and we get to celebrate that today and we get to celebrate right here now with these two people. So, without further ado, Pastor John is get the beautiful opportunity to baptize Stephen Smith this morning.
4: Oh, it's heated today. Thank you, Lord. Stephen, come on, would y'all give my brother a hand this morning? Stephen, I don't know a lot about your past, but I know this. Um, Several months ago, when I started seeing you show up every day, your countenance changed almost Sunday to Sunday. Was this a first-time commitment to the Lord, or did you know the Lord as a little boy, or boy. And when did he get a hold of your life? I would say this year. This year. How old are you? 38. 38. I, I ta- Amen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm taking a little time here because this story, y'all have to know, I stop almost every Sunday morning. He and his family are here early. And I ask his wife, I said, what, what all has changed in this guy? She said, everything, everything. If you'd have known him then and know you now, You know, your name's written in the Lamb's Book a lot. You're as saved as this preacher's ever been. You're saved completely and forever forgiven. And it is my joy, Papa, to baptize you today in front of your wife and daughter. And that old man that used to be, he's no longer. He's a new man. So I want you just to hold your wrist here and then hold your nose. That'll give me something to pull on. And (laughs) And because of your profession of faith, in the only God, the only savior Jesus Christ. It is my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Woo! Yes sir! Yes yeah. sir! <laughs> Woo! Yeah.
3: Man, and this next is a beautiful privilege because a father today gets to baptize his daughter isn't that cool amen what greater joy than be on the journey with your children man all right so this morning colin stapleton going to step in here and he gets the opportunity to baptize his daughter zoe
5: can we just do church in the hot tub Oh man, got to baptize my oldest daughter, Kaelin, earlier this year and that was such a, a treat and a blessing and, and then surprised by it last night, thanks for the heads up mom, um, for Zoe and just an incredible journey with my girls and this girl here is determined is the best thing I can say about her and I know she's going to be a determined Christ follower. Amen. I mean, this is somebody that doesn't back down from a fight and, or a bet. <laughs> <laughs> I lost that bet, but I'm proud because she read the entire Bible in 28 days.
3: Wow. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so I can't wait to see the rest of her journey. Um, do so you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. Well, stay standing. Come on, we're gonna get back into worship. Man, this is a, you're doing your calisthenics, so that's all right. Man, are you excited to worship the Lord now? Amen. Hallelujah. This next song speaks of God's love how God's love chases us and comes after us. It's never ending, never stopping. It's never quitting, always and forever love. Amen. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for redeemed lives, Lord, redeemed lives that celebrate and sing of your goodness. And God, thank you for this opportunity for us as a church and fellowship to come together and exalt your mighty name. In Jesus Christ, we pray, amen.
1: Come all you weary, come all you thirsty, come to the will that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no more. Come all you sinners, come find His mercy, come to the table, He will satisfy. Taste of His goodness. Find what you're looking for. For God so loved the world that He gave us. His one and only Son to save us. Whoever believes in Him will live forever. Oh Jesus is waiting there us, Jesus is waiting there with open arms, amen, he waits for us,
0: isn't it a beautiful thing that we just get to be together this morning? that we get to sing to the King of Kings, to the ruler of the universe, the one that named every star in the sky, knows the number of hairs on our heads. God, this morning we honor you. Let us decrease, that you may increase. Put our eyes and our mind and our focus on the King of the world. Not on us, not on our situations and our problems and our things and our stuff and our junk, but on you and your righteousness and your goodness. Your your scriptures tell us that whatever you require, you provide. And you require righteousness. And it is not ours, but yours. You've already provided that. Let us stand in that today and be reassured
1: of who you are. You sing this out with me. Lord, I come. Lord, I come, Lord, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart, you're the one that guides my heart. Ray.
4: is the glory and the power and the victory and the majesty and all that is in heaven and earth is yours you're the king and you reign above all and in your hand is power and might therefore we give thanks and we praise your glorious name lord we praise your glorious name You're the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There was none before you, and there will be none after you. You're the author and the finisher of our faith. And you are preserving us until your return. You need to know today that Christ doesn't do anything part of the way. When He died, He died fully. When He heals, He heals fully. When He forgives, He forgives fully. When He restores, He restores fully. And you think He's only partially concerned with your life. You are kept by the power of God through faith. You're kept. You're kept. My security today is not in my grip on God. It's God's grip on me. Amen. I don't, I don't think some of y'all believe, I'm not sure that you believe that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. <laughs> and Christ is coming for you very, very soon. <laughs> yes! Hey! Don't be distracted. You're going somewhere. This isn't some religious ritual we're doing. We're on our way to Zion. We're on our way to, the, to home, to heaven, to see the Lord. Don't be distracted with temporal things. Don't throw away the gift and play with the bubble wrap. This is just a dress rehearsal, baby. I'm going somewhere. Hey, Marion. She's my sister from a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. I'm closer today than I've ever been. I can feel. Y'all remember Field of Dreams when that guy stuck his hand through the cornfield? Y'all remember? I feel some mornings like I wake up and my hand goes through the membrane of the next world. Miss Charlene, you're written on your head. I feel like I'm that close. And very soon, the Trump's coming. We, we got to be ready. Our lights got to be burning. Our, oil, our lamps have to be full of oil. Listening. And unto them that look for him, shall he appear. I had someone tell me not too long ago, well, everybody's going. I said, what? Well, everybody's going. The, the body of Christ can't be divided. It's divided now. How I many of you got Folk in heaven and family? It's divided now. And unto them that look for him. Eyes upward. You, you, y'all been with me a while. You got to bear with me. It's the best illustration I've got. And I just feel compelled. It's like a hot air balloon. All you need is one piece of dental floss holding you to this earth. My balloon is bucking. It's pulling, ready to go. Don't be tied to this world and the things of this world. Don't let your hopes be in this world. Be ready to go at the slightest sound and cut that piece of dental floss and gone. God, I bless you today. My heart is full. Your promises are real. Your presence is powerful. And your name is glorious. Let today be all that you planned, O oh Lord. Let Jesus Christ be the origin and the destination of everything that's done here. And may his name be glorified in the midst of his, your people, Lord, I pray. And all of God's people together said, Amen. You may be seated this morning. After you give the Lord a shout of praise this morning, would you do that?
6: Good morning guys. Good morning. Um, My name is Kelly Wood and on behalf of my husband John and the rest of our staff here at Christ Chapel, I want to say good morning and welcome to you guys. And just want to say publicly again, I love our church. I love our church. I'm so glad to be here. last Sunday the girls and I had the privilege of getting to go watch a sweet friend be baptized and we wanted to go celebrate her because I know that our church has always taught so much that we want to celebrate the things that God celebrates so we got to go do that it's a wonderful local body just a sweet spirit there and I was explaining to the girls you know one of the things about getting to go visit other churches is that as long as the truth is being preached it has more to do with what you bring in with you than what you meet when you're there, right? So it doesn't have to be a familiar scenario. They don't have to do everything the exact way that we do. But if the truth of Jesus Christ is being preached, it really has more to do what we're ready to bring into our hearts to worship him with than what their building or externals or their music or anything like that. But one thing it made me realize, as sweet as that was, is how much I love our church and how great we have it. And thank you, Lord. And just the sweet spirit and the wonderful people from the people who greet in the mornings and how they're so glad to see you and um, our children's ministry and our Sunday schools and our workers and all those things working together. I think we are a great team. And I know a lot of times we don't get the opportunity. Cut me off because I'm talking too long. Is that what it is, Josh? We are doing our best. Thank you, Brooke. See, Brooke loves me. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, um, but we're so glad you're here. If for some reason we didn't catch you as you walked in the door, please make sure you stop by our greeting table on the way out. We would just like to put a gift in your hand, like to know that you're here. If we can visit you, um, however you want us to have contact with you, that's what we want too. So we're happy to serve you in whatever way we can and we'd love to be praying for you. So I'm going to go ahead and ask um, them to play our announcement video, and then we're going to have our time of offering as soon as the baskets are up here. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Um, So guys, if you'll go ahead and play the announcement video.
0: Good morning, Christ Chapel family. We just wanted to remind you that we are in full swing. Our Sunday school is at 9 a.m. Also, prayer meeting is at 9 a.m. And then on Sunday nights, Contending for the Faith is live in the grill. We hope you join us there. And our Wednesday night discipleship classes are back. If you were not able to join us this past Wednesday, please go ahead and get started doing that. And if you're new and want to learn about our church and meet the staff, we want to invite you to a luncheon next Sunday, October the 3rd. Childcare is provided free, and we hope to see you there. And for all other information, you can visit us at ChristChapelMacon.com, Facebook, or Instagram at ChristChapelMacon.
6: All right, guys, now we're going to continue to worship the Lord by giving our tithes and offerings. So our baskets are up front. As you hear the music play, please take a moment to pray with your family um, before you give, and then um, Pastor John will come and pray.
4: Church family, would you just stand with me while this plays? As we sing this, I believe the Lord's going to do that for us today. And, Father, over the next few minutes, I just present myself before you and I humble myself before you. I'm just glad to be your boy, glad to be your servant, and that someone like me gets to preach the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. It just beats all I've ever seen, God. I just want to thank you for today. I pray that your perfect will would be done, and it will not be done by might nor power nor the cleverness of men, but by your Spirit, Lord. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated this morning. As I prepared for this message uh, for you uh, on the kingdom of God today, I was probably 95% done with it last evening. I always try to finish up on Sunday morning. I, I work on Saturdays. That's my long day. And I know some preachers... Um, they know six months in advance what they're going to preach. I don't know how they do that. But I, I study during the week, and then on Saturday I type it out, and I just felt the Lord start dropping in my heart last night uh, that as people are, are tired and uh, we are emotionally tired. Now hear me out. In my generation, in your church, they'd have a bulletin with the prayer needs and there'd be four or five people to pray for. But now with social media, you're given two or three hundred opportunities a day to pray for someone. You hear all the bad news, some of the good news. Um, and, you know, I, I just felt like, Lord, if you would just open the windows up Sunday and just blow through this house like a... Spring wind, or thank the Lord for this fall weather, this fall wind. I told my girls, I said, if you get warm, just open your window. Uh, Last night they woke up this morning with little stalactites in their nose; they was freezing. And I felt like, and uh, for those of you that are guests, this is my carnal fear. You know, I don't want someone to visit saying John didn't even, you know, that pastor didn't even have a sermon. I, I take preaching very seriously. And I've got my outline here, but I don't think I'm supposed to use it. I think if God allows me to be a a small vessel, you're just going to get a a vitamin B12 shot today. And just, is that okay? Encourage and strengthen. The verse I want to use as a jump, and then we'll we'll see where it goes from here, because I sure don't know. uh, Is when Jesus said that they did not consider the miracle of the loaves and fish. They'd forgotten. Just that phrase. They'd forgotten. And if we'll just remember... If we'll just remember, and that's that's what I want you to do today. I want you to remember, and as you remember, I want you to picture a window being opened and God's presence flowing in. Remember how he saved you. Reginald, they had wrote us off. There was no hope. Some of us, there was no progression towards being saved. We just weren't, and then we were. Remember how he wooed you. Remember how he stepped over some of your family. Some of you, you're the first person in your family to come to faith. He stepped over everyone and with a strong right arm brought you out. Transferred you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. From no foundation to a firm foundation. We're not working towards salvation. We're working from salvation. He found us. He rescued us. He recreated us. He redeemed us. He gave us our right mind. He gave us. Remember, I think we forget. I think it just becomes uh, a little page in the Bible where we wrote the day that we were saved. And we forgot. We forgot the newness and the joy and the freedom And the the, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? And little did we know that God, the same God that saved us, was going to preserve us. And he walked with us every day all throughout the day, all throughout the years. Do you know why you're still in the faith? Because you're attached to the only thing in the faith. God, we are kept by the power of God through faith and by faith. Some of you need to go back and visit. Visit how it was for... I, I don't see it much anymore because a lot of churches don't do testimony service anymore because people are crazy now, and you can't just give microphones to everybody. <laughs> For real. But they would talk about, you know, they'd talk about their past, their, their testimony, and they talk about all that they gave up. And by the time it was done, you think they got the short end of the stick, you know. Yeah, I gave up my, my anxiety and my depression and my immorality the self-destructive sexual expressions that I had, I gave those up. I gave my drunkenness up. I gave up my hopelessness and my hopelessness and those nights where I just didn't want to live, I gave all that up just so I could be saved. I remember the before, John, what Pastor Al talked about. I remember who I was, and I'm not that anymore. Some of you today need to remember your early vows early vows you were so glad to be saved you you were so glad to have your name written in the lamb's book of life you were so glad to sing the songs and come to god's house you you made vows god for the rest of my life i'm gonna give you my best god i'm gonna serve you with passion and with gratitude and with thankfulness and god if you give me a chance I'll, i'll volunteer i'll serve this isn't about christ chapel this is about your early vows And somehow, since the early vows, we think that God ought to be happy if we just even show up. Early vows. Lord, what can I render under you for all the good things you've done for me? What can I do? What can I give? You name it, God. we, We sing it. We pray it. I'll go where you want me to go, would you? I'll do what you want me to do, would you? We love talking about going across the world for the Lord because we know that won't happen. I love what Dr. Mark Rutland said. He said, I've preached the gospel on every continent of the face of the earth and almost in every nation. And he said, most of my ministry resembles walking into a dirty house and knowing where the broom is. Does your present service match your early vows? Remember, some of us, and this, where it says, uh, remember from where you've fallen. Repent. Redo the first works. Pastor John, I thought you said you was going to give us B12. I'm showing you how. Rebuild that first altar. Rebuild that first gratitude. And that childlike new life will come back to you. Remember those early vows and do them. Do them. Don't be the man who agrees to go to God's house with your wife and baby. Me, the man that wakes everybody up and says, time to get up and go to the house of the Lord. And I'm not boasting. This is, this is basic, basic on the way to church. I do it often with my kids. I say, and I'll say, today, I'm going to offer, Lord, I'm going to offer you my gratitude. And one by one, my kids go, and today, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve you uh, thankfully. And I'm going to serve you uh, creatively and they go on and on well why do you mention that john because there are men in this room that vowed they told the lord that they would lead their home and going along and doing godly things is different than leading remember those vows i would rather be a man that did not keep his vows and then made them right and did them than a man that started doing them and quit remember your deliverances do you really remember? I don't mean um, just statistically like a mental ascent. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember your bondages? Well, and I know some of y'all would, y'all would black out if I called on you. I, 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 you just black out. I, I, don't see the, I, I don't see the problem with it unless I care what people think. Uh, sorry. Uh, I was bound to alcohol and sexual immorality. Anybody else want to go? Christian. Say it, say it loud for me. Okay. Anybody else? Drugs. Go ahead. Pride. Drugs, alcohol, and sexual immorality. Yes. Drugs. Anger. Alcohol. 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 Okay, so when I remember back, did he kind of limp in and help you out of that? When Christ frees a man or frees a woman, he frees them indeed, fully. It doesn't mean that in their carnality they don't go back and dabble. It means that there aren't chains on them when they go back and fail. Free! If you just remember those deliverances, any giant that comes up and taunts, you go, oh, no, 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 I remember fighting the beast. And I remember walking out as a new believer. I didn't even know where the verses went. And that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickened my body, and I walked out. I walked out. We're not the same. Such were some of you. But now you're washed. But now you're cleansed. Now you're free. We get to comfort people with the comfort whereby we've been comforted of God. John, why are you so vocal about freedom and and being delivered? Because I am free and I'm delivered. And I can tell them. It's not through effort. Oh, yes, it takes all. No, freedom is not effort. There's a battle And then when victory happens and a nation or a kingdom is free, then the people are free. My elder brother Jesus came into the womb of a virgin and was born to die. And he took the crown of thorns, which was a symbol of the curse of this world. And he lifted it off of this world and bore it like a crown of glory. And having spoiled principalities and powers, making an open show of them, died on the cross, taking my sins with him, raised unto new life, and he lives in me that freedom man that freedom that we have those deliverances those are the things that remind you why would I be scared of this when he brought me out of that remember 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 the path broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many go in thereat and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life and few that find it. if the path that you're walking in has room for the world to walk with you it is not the path of God God's pathway is narrow that's, why they get the, that's where they get the word you Christians are so narrow minded That would make sense, yes. I don't care what Oprah says when she said there's got to be more than one way to heaven. Nope. Jesus can't be the only way. Yup. There is one name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The narrow pathway is part of the winnowing in the world. As we journey and people fall away, it is not us being better. It's two different destinations. Narrow pathways lead to specific destinations. I remember in some times in my life when uh, some of y'all don't, have never experienced this, but life got tight where you didn't have any options. And I told the Lord, I said, I don't have any options. He said, well, if you had any, you'd take them. That's what I felt in my heart. If I gave you any options, you'd take them. Yes, probably so. So I have narrowed this. Listen. This thing you despise keeps you pointed towards home. A broad way leads to destruction. Imagine a a rocket, if you will. I'm not an engineer. Uh, I don't know if I can spell it two E's or one E. I'm not certain. (laughs) But they tell me that if, and it would make sense to me, that if a rocket was uh, programmed uh, for a destination, say we were sending something to Mars, And we were off one degree, two degrees. Depending on the distance between the origin and the destination, the rocket would be off comparatively to the degree it would not arrive. That's why it's so important that we line up with God's word and we make no allowance. No allowance for rebellion, no allowance for sin, no allowance. We're going to fail We're going to sin, but if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, and we can repent of those things. But we need to remember the path. Some of us, it was grandma's path or daddy's path. And they showed us the way. Paul said, remember the journeyings I have, and follow me as I follow Christ, as I follow Christ. And don't be embarrassed of it. That's the other thing. Don't be embarrassed of it. The Bible says that we go with him outside the camp bearing his reproach. He was taken the back way to Golgotha. So are we. We take the path of disdain. Let them mock. The Bible says rejoice when they persecute you, not for being weird. You don't get no reward for that if you're persecuted for being weird. When you're persecuted for righteousness' sake, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Because great is your reward in heaven for that. Great is your reward in heaven call you a bigot or narrow-minded or you're not you know you're not the same you're you're self-righteous you're this you can call me what you want but when Christ comes call me gone call me gone I, I don't mind taking the heat with him bearing it what do you think bearing his reproach means when you stand with what he said this is the key Jesus said if you would be ashamed of me and or my words my words. Well, John, do you think sexual immorality, whether it's adultery or pornography or homosexuality or lesbianism, do you believe that's a sin? Absolutely. In the same way that pride's a sin, in the same way that covetousness is a sin. Yeah, those things are sins. Self-centeredness, selfishness, self, self blank. All of those things—they're contrary to God. If you love the world, you're the enemy of God. And when we stop, when we stop echoing the word of God. So that others won't oppose us. We are rejecting the suffering. Of being known as his. Remember the pathway. Because the pathway. Leads to a destination. Remember your destination. I had a friend of mine. Call me. uh, Yesterday. He's out of state. So you wouldn't know who he was. And he said. he, He wrote me a text verse and said he said buddy i'm 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 just and when he said lost he didn't mean he would lost his salvation he said i'm lost i'm just i'm i'm away from god i'm not doing anything uh like rebellion i just i've lost my edge i've lost my intimacy i've lost these things and uh I, so i called him we we talked about a half an hour and i said oh this is so easy buddy He said, what am I to do? I said, this is so easy. He goes, it is? Oh, yeah. And we looked in John 15 where the verse was, I am the vine and you are the branch. And this was the other, remember. Remember who the source is. Okay? I am the vine and you are the branch. Every branch that abideth in me bears fruit, which means the sap of God, the life, essence, flows like in a tree from... The branch to to uh, from the trunk to the branch, and uh, it flows out into the leaf, and the leaf fills with color and beauty. And now, apart from God, you can do nothing. I said, and then read on, Mike. And I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm old. I said, uh, read on. He said, and those branches that do not abide in me wither. And I said, are you withered? He said, yeah. Then reconnect. Repent for the distance. Repent for the things that causes separation and connect. The, the connection, the life starts flowing immediately. The life starts flowing immediately. But the fruit doesn't show up till later. So don't try to prove to anything, anybody anything. You just connect back to God, the life source. And he said that everyone that abideth in me beareth much fruit. And he shared with me some of the things that he had told me once before that happened to him. And he said, you know, I've been sober now four years. And he said, I just, I used to drink to try to numb everything, John. He said, and when you're sober, all the memories come back. And childhood memories that were very traumatic. And I was able to tell my buddy. Told him to remember where we're going. Brooke, if you would come on up, please. I said you need you need to remember, Mike. Where we're going, and y'all y'all don't know the guys. Remember where we're going. Heaven is not an abstract. It's not a cartoon like you've seen, with little pudgy angels, holding a, a harp and playing. It is a place above us that will be brought to us in the millennial kingdom on the earth and then taken from the earth and the earth destroyed with fire. And then we're going to start over. But l- let me tell you the, the appeal to being home. Remember, heaven is not just a promise. It's more real than the earth. And in heaven... Is the presence of God, the person of God, the presence of God. If I were to ask you, can you remember back to the time in your life that you felt the presence of God the strongest? Can you remember that day? Can you? I remember feeling it one time, I don't know if he pulled the drape back or what, but it was like a hand pushed me against a chair. The kabod, the weight of God. And it was so hard and it was just billows of bliss. I was like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. I I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. It was just, it was the most beautiful. And it was just, just a few moments of this. Heaven is going to be the unfiltered presence of God. That's why you have to have a glorified body. It's not to be eternal. It's not to be evaporated no man has seen God at any time in his glory but we shall we're going to see him in his fullness and in his brightness he's going to recognize us John I don't know how I'm going to handle that I mean I know he knows me he calls his sheep by name but when I get home he's going to say hey John Lord I'm going to see him I'm going to recognize him I'm going to know him and I'm going to enjoy him and I'm going to be satisfied with him People say, "Well, how 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 are we going to do heaven, John? Like what about our lost loved ones? What what about John, one time you said that, you know, we'll know each other in heaven as we've been known, but it won't be the same. I will know Kelly in heaven and I know this shatters your hallmark movie idea of what romance is supposed to be. I will know her and have a special relationship. I'll know her. But the glory of Jesus Christ will eclipse everything. Everything. We're going to know our relatives. We're going we're to see them. But the seeing and the knowing of the Lord is our destination. And I told my buddy, I said, and you'll never cry again. He said, what? I said, there'll be no sorrow. That's what it said. There'll be no sorrow. If I can't come, I know you can't comprehend it because it's heaven. And I'm going to wipe away all the tears from your eyes. Neither will be sorrow. Listen, nor crying, nor pain. All those former things are going to pass away and I'm going to make all things new. Heaven is not just the forgiveness of my sins. Heaven is entering into experiencing a promise that's too good to be true and will never go away. It's the longest hello since time began. I've got a daddy I hadn't seen since I was 11. I'm not trying to sound like a martyr, I'm just telling you, I'm gonna get to see Jesus with him. <laughs> never been able to point him out in a service and say, you know, guys, my dad's here with y'all. Give him a hand. Never met my wife, he's never met my babies, he's never heard me preach that I know of. And I'm gonna get to embrace him and enjoy the. Can you imagine? What if I see him and Jesus at the same time? It's like hug and turn and both of us turn to Jesus and worship him together hand in hand. Everything that hurts you will be gone or will dissipate in the presence of the Lord. And it's right around the corner. I think the church is powerless because we've lost the Holy Spirit. And I think the church is joyless is because we lost the, hope, lost the hope of heaven. We won't talk about it. We won't think about it. We man, it's it for me. Elisha told me that other day, he goes, Daddy, when Jesus comes, I'm flying. I said, well, that's good. And he goes, and I'm going to beat you. I said, well, okay then. We're so close. Remember, he said, I'm going to go away. And if I go away, I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself. That's not the beautiful part. Why would you do that? Because where I am, I want you to be. Yah, yah, he said, I'm coming for you. And I've, I, in my father's house, oh, there are many places carved out. There's many, you know, we say mansions, but he's like, oh, there's a place, there's a place. It's all for you. And he said, and I've gone to prepare it for you. Wait a minute. Not just a, a hotel where you get a number. He said, no, I prepared it for you. Will there be dogs in heaven? Absolutely. Will there be cats in heaven? No. No, not in my wing of the hotel. No, no. You cat people, I'm just worried about y'all. And we have a cat. I don't even know the cat's name. I, honest to God, God is my witness. What's the cat's name? Leo. Cleo. If I, if you'd have put a gun to my head and said, "What's his name?" That brown cat. I don't. Yeah, he's yellow. She said he's yellow, not brown. <laughs> if your pastor ain't nothing else, he tell the truth. I don't know. I can't stand it. Anything you scratch, what I say? Uh, anything that you scratch and its rear end goes up in there, something's wrong with that. That's not that's not good. Y'all stand with us this morning. All right, I got to reel you back in. Five minutes, we'll be done. Y'all are gonna beat everybody at lunch and be out. And they—they're gonna tell them where you go to church. We go to Christ Chapel. We get out early, baby. Tell them. <laughs> what if, what if, in heaven there are times when God pulls the drake back and says, like my—I'll just use my dad because I'm speaking. Roger, come here. Look at your boy. Look, look at this. What if, what if, who, without answering out loud, who's looking down at you this morning? If the Lord pulled it back and your person got to look over the guardrail at you, see, we're encompassed with a great cloud of witnesses. What if they're witnessing us this morning? What would they say? I think of you, Miss Backus, and your host. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, run, sugar. Run. Heaven is real. Grace is enough. Run. This is real. God waits here for you. Don't be distracted. Don't get caught up in trying to keep up with all the information in the news. It's also just keep your eyes on Jesus, hands on the plow, walking forward, and you will make it home. Run. I hear my daddy. Run, baby. Run, baby. Run, baby. Run. Run. If heaven is real, and this time is given us to throw things on the other side, that's what this time is for. What are you throwing on the other side? Not what are you using here. Laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Work while it's day. So remember. Remember your salvation. Remember your deliverance. Remember your purpose. Remember your path. And remember the destination. John, are you sure you're going? Absolutely. 100%. Well, that's arrogant. Nope. I'm not confident in me. I'm confident that God cannot lie. And he said, I've written your name in the Lamb's book of life. Be encouraged today. Your redemption draweth nigh. Christ is at the door. The trump is at the angel's mouth. Make sure that you're ready because the Lord himself is going to descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. The dead in Christ are going to rise first. Then we which are alive and remain are going to be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Be encouraged, saints. Nothing eternal is lost. You can limp in. You can slide in. You can fall in. Doesn't matter what. Ain't none of us going to look like nothing by the time we get there. That's why he's got to give us a new glorified body. I I told him, don't keep none of my parts. No. I want a new one. Can joy be our dismissal today? Can can, can hope the talk of heaven? Before you leave, this is the final thing I want to put in your brain. Some of y'all are good workers where you work. Some of you are great workers. and Some of you are eh, just, just enough to stay employed. How can you say that? That's just odds. Just sprinkling that. Just enough to stay employed. But the week of vacation, baby, have you watched some of your sorry workers? It's like revival. They they getting reports done and the computer got smoke coming off the keys and cleaning up the desk, and you're like, What is going on with you? Oh baby, I got vacation come Monday and it's Tuesday. You go, Oh my goodness. And and you see it, <laughs> Jesus, yes. You see it happen, and on their way out, it's like you don't recognize them. What got into you? The hope of next week? Heaven is next week. You got it? (laughs) Start being that person. Get ready. Let them talk. Just get ready. Get your desk cleaned out. Get everything going because next week's coming. Have a wonderful Lord's Day. God bless you today.